0: Hi, it's Mel. Welcome to Introduction to Mindfulness Practice Part 3. One of the most common questions I get is, well, how do you do it? Um, Is there special ways you have to practice your mindfulness? And what I often say to people is, there's various ways that you can practice mindfulness. So um, if we go back to um, the traditional roots of mindfulness practice in contemplative tradition, there are obviously some... Uh, You know, things come to mind quite easily in terms of uh, monks or nuns dressed in robes, sitting cross-legged for hours and hours and hours at a time, maybe chanting. Um, And whilst all of those are absolutely legitimate practices, they don't necessarily need to translate across into um, the environment that we exist in every day. However, there are some key elements of mindfulness practice that enable the quality of the practice to be better. And so I'm going to present to you some of those elements, but first and foremost, I want you to think about, one, being comfortable, and two, using techniques that work for you. I don't want you to try and force yourself into the full lotus position and uh, end up needing uh, uh, you know, joint replacements or physio appointments. And I don't also want you to get caught up in the myths of things like you have to burn incense or... Um, your fingers point to the sky, all that kind of um, crazy stuff. So there's three particular things I'm going to talk about. One is posture. One is the environment in which you practice your mindfulness. And the other one is um, about how you hold your hands, what you do with with your hands during your practice. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is posture. And the best posture for practicing mindfulness in terms of ensuring really high quality practice, is an upright posture. And of course, that uh, obviously straight away uh, brings to mind the fact that you would need to be sitting um, and that you would have, um, where possible, a straight back. And the reality is that's exactly right. However, it is possible also to practice mindfulness lying down. The key here is to make sure that your spine is still straight, so therefore using cushions or pillows um, under your knees Um, and making sure that you can maintain that posture for a period of time quite comfortably. But upright, straight spine is really what it is that we're uh, looking for. There's a couple of elements to this. One is physical uh, comfortableness, so that you are looking after yourself while you're actually practicing. Secondly is the quality of uh, your practice in terms of being able to create uh, attentional stability, uh, wisdom and insight, and cultivating particular states of mind, um, is enhanced by the practice of being upright. So, thinking about that, I want you to think um, is it easy for you to have an upright posture? If so, fantastic. If you are naturally built and are physically fit and well enough to create a natural upright posture, then fantastic. If you're not so lucky, like myself, then use things around you to ensure that you can create a comfortable and mostly upright posture, whether that's the particular type of chair or stool that you sit on, whether it's uh, a particular mattress or um, a bed that you lie flat on, making sure that you have pillows and cushions to support you where you are perhaps not able to naturally create a comfortable position. Comfortable posture first and foremost Upright is what you're looking to try and achieve as much as you possibly can. The second area I'm going to talk about is environment. Now, the reality is you can practice mindfulness anywhere, anytime. And that is actually true. However, if you're a rookie just starting out, you'll probably find that practicing mindfulness in a place that's noisy and busy and there's a lot going on will probably be pretty difficult. Also, the practice of mindfulness is something that you would want to be trying to do over time, continually, small amounts each day. And so therefore, to cultivate good quality practice, a good quality environment, is essential. If you do your practice in a quality environment, it then enables you much more successfully to take your practice outside of that stable quality environment and to be able to successfully use mindfulness practice at other times during the day when things are perhaps a bit more chaotic are not as quiet so here's a few things about your environment first your environment should be clean where possible your practice will be enhanced in its quality if the area that you're sitting in is a nice place to be it's clean it smells pleasant uh, it doesn't have clutter um, and you can comfortably exist in that space without Uh, You know, thinking about, oh, I've got to put this away or what's that smell or, oh, you know, I really should have done something about that previously. A quiet space is important. Now, it would be fabulous if you get to the point where you can use your mindfulness practice in any environment. But as you practice and you want your practice to be quality, a quiet space is a really, really important part of an environment in order to cultivate good quality practice. You also want your environment to be safe. You need it to be a place where you uh, don't feel threatened in any way, that it feels comfortable, that it's you. Maybe it has elements of you in it, whether it's uh, important things, pictures, images, um, might be special gifts that have been given to you over time. Make sure that you are surrounded by things that are comfortable for you, that give you a sense of calm and well-being. Make sure that you've eaten and you're not starving hungry. There's nothing worse than trying to uh, achieve attentional stability whilst your tummy is rumbling away and reminding you that you've forgotten to eat. Similarly, make sure you're well hydrated. Take a drink with you so that you can continue to drink while you're doing your mindfulness practice. So those are some elements of your environment where possible. Okay. Now, do you need to burn incense? No, you don't. But for some people, the burning of incense actually enhances the quality of their practice. Try it. If it works for you, great. If it doesn't, that's okay. The last thing I'm going to share with you is about your hands. There are some traditional postures of places to put your hands that improve the quality of your practice. If they don't work for you, that's okay. Find a comfortable place to put your hands. But I'm going to share with you two particular practices for positioning of your hands. The first is I want you to imagine that you place your left hand with your palm facing up just in front of you. And then I want you to put your right hand with your palm facing upwards, sitting comfortably on top of your left hand, and then gently bring your thumbs together until they're just touching. Now, it's important that this is a gentle, relaxed and comfortable posture. You would then just rest your cupped hands in your lap. Now, of course, if you're lying down, this posture will probably not be too comfortable a place to put your hands. And if that's the case, then just lie your hands next to yourself with your palms facing up. So this is one traditional practice. The second one is often referred to as mountain pose. And again, this is for a practice if you are sitting. And what you do is you just gently and comfortably place your hands, palm down, on your knees. And this gives you a quite direct upright posture and imagining that you are as strong and unmovable as a mountain Two things for you to try. Give things a go. The important thing is to try and if things work for you, great. If they don't, that's okay. Make some small adjustments until you find a comfortable position in which to practice your mindfulness. Good luck.